actually, he wanted to do an interview. Y'all got to do an interview with him. He, 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 the thing is, no, he told me, because I, I said, yo, you know Dirk down the box for some bread? He said, nah, I want to box him for free. You know that shit ain't going to happen for no free, man. I don't even know why they hate each other. They don't. He just be doing too much. If you saw him in L.A. Fitness. He just do. If you saw him in L.A. Fitness. They beat the fuck out of him. Was that a troll? No, no, that was some real shit. They beat the fuck out of him. Really? Like, because I heard him talk about it. Like, me and him was supposed to have it. We didn't do it yet. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't think he really saying the real about it. Because, like, he talking to people who ain't really know, blah, blah. But, like, what I noticed when he was into it with them niggas. Mm-hmm. Like, if you watch him on the ground. Like, I had to Google it later. But, like, he was... He was throwing down a Latin King symbol type shit. Apparently, they were Latin Kings. Yeah, you feel me? Mm-hmm. So yeah, they beat they beat him up. Yeah. So like he he that's what I'm trying to tell you. He a crash dummy. We, we Basically, could, you okay, said he a crash. Admit, I, all right, we could say I right, not gangster, but he definitely stupid. A crash dummy. But ain't a crash dummy? A crash dummy could be gangster. A crash coming. Uh, yeah, you right about that. But he not a gangster. What's a gangster? See a gangster a way of life. No, no, come on, no, no. You for real, to... it's it's different. For real, it's different meanings of being a gangster. Okay, so sometimes people confuse gangster and real, and then sometimes I, I always said there's gangster being real and being a man, mm-hmm. and sometimes people also could uh, um, confuse being gangster or being real with also being willing to risk it all. Like there's some people who like. Yeah, I'm not scared to die. Mm-hmm. Is that person gangster or is he just? No, you shouldn't be scared to die though. Like, cause it, that's one thing we promise in this world is to die. That's the only thing we promise in this world is to live no. a little bit and die. No, don't listen to this nigga. Listen, we as humans, as everybody on Earth, you're programmed. Fear is the way that you survive. Like when you when you have fear, is how you get out of situations. Like I'll, I'll lean into my fear If I feel Like sometimes I walk into certain shit And like one time like mm-hmm. Actually I never even told this story <laughs> One time I Like Yeah I'm, I don't even say What city or whatever But it's a club I usually go to Now this time I usually go with mass security But yeah. This one time I know the owner there, I know everybody there mm-hmm. So it's kind of like Almost like love So I'm like I don't need to come here With the battalion Yeah So I'm pulling up there and again, honestly, like, you know, sometimes me and niggas will get into it online, but like, I don't really know if like, they're like, yo, I'm gonna really fight you. And I say, or yeah. it might be like, yo, you funny as hell, man. Yeah. Stop playing with me. I don't know if it's gonna be that. Yeah. I see a nigga I was definitely roasted. <laughs> and I see like, he was with a what's bunch a, of Haitian what's niggas. What's his name? Nah, I ain't gonna say his name. <laughs> see? <laughs> but, no, you because, real because if you... I say his name, he gonna be like, cause he ain't see me. Yeah. He still ain't see me. Hold on. This, this, you said this, a bunch of Haitians though. Had a bunch of Haitians. What, I'm, what I mean is like, really, he had a bunch of niggas with him. Yeah. And I ain't got nobody with me. Mm-hmm. And I go in, everybody cool at the door. I'm like, yo, where the owner at? Because <laughs> usually I'm kicking <laughs> with the owner, and the owner got masked. I'm like, where, where he at? Yeah. I'm looking like the club literally looked like Little Haiti. Mm-hmm. And, and and I was just like, I looked at two of my people. I said, we're out. Yeah. I think I dipped out of there before they even realized I was in there. Now here's the thing That's my fear My fear Probably Like I could've used my pride And be like Nah fuck that Like I came oh, in the party Yeah 
Nigga, and then probably two ass whippings later, I would have been like, maybe this is a good idea. That ain't even no fear. That's just being smart. You ain't that's no smart, stupid. Right? Yeah, that's smart. But, but that's part of fear, though. Yeah. So you tell me, what's the gangster? Like, tell me what's gangster and tell me what's. What's the difference between gangster and just like being just crash dummy? A crash dummy. See, a crash dummy gonna do some shit like he might see a motherfucker, right? Mm hmm. And just crash out in front of the police, in front of witnesses. Just crash out, just do whatever. The cameras don't get no fuck about nothing. Just crash the fuck out. I know niggas that's crash dummies, you feel me? It's crash dummies. It be a lot of crash dummies around, around rappers, around just around anybody that got money. Just, you know what I'm saying? They gonna crash out because he gonna be like, oh yeah, he gonna hold me down. Or he might look out for me, you feel me? That's a crash dummy. Gangster, like you can explain that in different type of ways. Like gangster is just like standing on morals, like like morals, like basically just morals, like that you grow up in, like the, the code. You know what I'm saying? So you have to break that down to me. By the way, uh, welcome to Off the Record Podcast, man. Listen, I am here with somebody who, hey, when when he hit me up, he said, "Act, we got to talk." I said, "Yes, we fucking do, man." <laughs> somebody who um, has been persecuted. Dragged through the mud on social media, someone who's been misunderstood, but someone who also has a huge fan base, really connected to some of the hottest shit going on right now in music. It's a lot of polarizing shit about him, but he's here today. We're gonna get into everything. We're gonna set this straight. We're here with OTF Duty Low, man. What's, What's up, my brother? Up, my boy, act with you on. What's up, man? Yo, listen, I I'm glad you hit me up that yeah. we could really have that conversation, especially on camera about everything. Yeah. Um, I'm someone who's, I feel like I covered a lot about. You, but maybe not even in the way of music, which was that was sad. I thought that yeah. was really sad because yeah, I was covering yeah. things that, you know, maybe some of my audience who's watching, they're like, damn, before we even get to know a song we like, we're hearing about some bullshit. For sure. We're going to get to that. Uh -huh. We're definitely going to get to that. But we definitely want to start off, um, as you mentioned, morals and codes and even being a gangster or whatever. Uh Explain your background, because sometimes also people, they look at the streets and they always feel like, especially now, mm -hmm. like it's a place where, is there really rules? Like, it's a lot of hazy shit going shit, on. Yeah, not no more shit. The streets really over with. Like, I feel like you should just, with the streets right now, I feel like you should just get you some money and get out the way. The streets over with. It ain't no morals and codes and that shit no more. But like, see me, I grew up, I grew up in a small town in Kanky. It's damn near like 45 minutes to an hour away from Chicago. You feel me? I grew up like my mama. Wait, what's the name of the place? Kankakee. That's the shit that Vaughn rapped about. Yeah, that's my, that's, that's, that's where I'm from. Like, what type of neighborhood is that? It's like, it's a small town. Everybody know everybody type shit, you know? Like, not white people shit? Like, nigga shit? Like, like what's it's the mostly, It's mostly, it's mostly, it's mixed. mixed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's mostly like you know black people low poverty, but it's a, it's a it's a good town. But you got your good and bad. It's like everywhere. Mm. So okay, so you grew up there. What's your upbringing like? And like, how do you even really connect to music and shit? How do you even connect to like somebody like Dirk? Shit, really? How I connect to music and my upbringing? I was fucked. We grew up fucked up, but I knew it was either gonna be like football or music. It wasn't no gonna be no in between, or I probably would have been dead in jail right now. You know. Oh, so you needed a skill or some type of opportunity to make it out. You used to play football. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Running back? Running back. How you look? I can see. I yeah, can see. Running back, linebacker, and shit like that. Oh, shit. My coach told me, he said, look, man, <laughs> this is the only sport you can damn near kill somebody and get away with it. Go out there and hit somebody up. I was trying to take a motherfucking neck off of that motherfucker. You That's what he told you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's some good motivation. Shit. <laughs> That's what Deion Sanders telling his players. Like, Shout out Coach JJ, man. Just look to prom. Oh, damn. All right. Yeah. So, shit. Wait, you can, like, you can play, like, basketball or nothing like that. I can't I see you with the weak basketball. weak as fucking basketball. Mm. I play basketball to condition for football. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Holy shit. All right, so, cool. You grew up fucked up. You're playing football. But I also could imagine, like, shit, like your neighborhood and your friends and everything. There's a lot of shit happening. Mm-hmm. Are, are you are you still playing football by the time you even graduate in high school, or are you kind of like <laughs> doing a little bit different I shit? I ain't graduate to be honest. For you didn't graduate high school? I ain't even graduate. I think I stopped going to school probably in eighth grade or something. <laughs> nah. You can't even claim you're on the football team if you in nah. eighth grade. Yeah, ninth grade. For my freshman How? year, I had a daughter, and I'm like, "Fuck this shit!" Is it like, "How old are you in ninth grade?" I think like sixteen, like fifteen. You had a kid in ninth grade. I had three of them in ninth grade, back to back to back. Oh, you were the lit nigga in, in high school. For sure. You ain't gonna lie. You were the nigga I hated. <laughs> Fuck y'all niggas. <laughs> hey, interestingly enough, yo, three kids with like mm-hmm. older women or like same same grade type shit? Same grade, back to back, right? She had my daughter. I had another one on the way, older woman. Then my first baby mama, she was pregnant right after the first baby. Damn. Hell yeah. So, 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 why'd you leave school, though? Did you feel like you had to provide? Yeah, I feel like I had to provide. Because I was already so used to providing for my little brothers and them. Because I'm the oldest yeah. oldest boy. I got an older sister. But all my little brothers, I I was already used to providing. So, I'm like, shit, I ain't finna go to school to be no doctor, lawyer, none of that shit, for real. So, I, I really just stopped going to that shit and just... I had a job at Burger King. Oh shit! I got my first check. You feel me? And then I ain't never go back. Uh, How much is the check? Probably like like one eighty, one twenty, some shit like that. Damn, that's probably for the week, right? Hell yeah, probably two weeks. Damn. Okay, so you got three kids or <laughs> or three kids on the way. Yeah. What's your family tell you? Like, what, what's your mom tell you? Where your parents at? See, my mom. She used to tell. So, you know, your mom and her boys, they just like, you know what I'm saying? We was like kind of wild. So she she did the best she can do. So once you get out of control, she really can't do nothing. My daddy, my daddy, him and my mom split up early, you feel me? So they was just like, they supported it. Like, ain't nothing you can do, like, you know? And then it wasn't like I was leaning on them to take care of my um, babies. I did it. I did that. How'd you take care of them? You know, I had to, doing whatever I had to do. You hear me? You know what I always say about Chicago? I'm like, like I know my mom. Like, some people she wonder why. She Oh, my God. I always <laughs> say my mom beat like a nigga. Like, so, so my mom and my dad separated at a certain point. And one thing my mom was notorious about, like, she would. It's not one of those, you know, like, sometimes your mom be like, wait till your dad get home. Yeah. Nah, my mom used to. 
beat the brakes. Like you, like I would be scared more of my no, mom than my dad. I used to be. I used to get my ass whooped too. But after a certain age, you don't get no fucking no more shit. I'm taking a belt from up, man. Don't hit me no more, boy. I'm going to hit me. I got my own kids. God damn. All right. So, so, man. So, now, yo, yo, you're below 18. Mm-hmm. You're probably, like, at least at this point, probably, like, 15, 16. Mm-hmm. How you making money? Like, like how you going to make even ends meet? Like, how do you even figure see, this shit out? See, I had an older, uh, my older homie. I always hung around people that was older than me. You feel me? So, like. My homie Cap, he was really helping me take care of my daughters. And he had ended up doing uh, 10 years fed time. So when he went to jail, I'm like, damn, I was kind of lost. You feel me? So then I ended up getting a little job at Burger King for like two weeks. Got the check. And then just a little regular shit. Like, shit, I was doing what I had to do. Damn. Catch my drift. So how'd you get into music? I always loved music. Were you doing music like like throughout or? I wasn't taking it serious like that. I always, I was doing talent shows and shit like that around, but I was always hustling, you feel me? What was the first like opportunity or moment you were like, damn, maybe I, maybe this could be some shit? What man Vaughn did, man duty though. Mm. How'd you meet Vaughn? Shit, we were through dirt. So, 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 so give give me that whole story of even how you you meet Dirk, how what part of your life you mm. was in, and why they even took a liking into you. See, me and Dirk got the same best friend, Wook, Chief Wook. Yeah, and Vern, they brothers. You feel me? So, Wook used to come down to Kanki, come kick it with me. Dirk ain't really like me for real, for yeah. real. He, what the fuck, you going down there with this ugly motherfucker, cancer patient looking motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> but, you was some ball back there. <laughs> oh man, I been balled forever. You hear me? Well, I, th- I thought you only got you only you only went ball like a few years ago, like officially. Officially, I went ball probably seven years ago. Because uh, I remember when I remember when Vaughn was clowning. <laughs> I was like, this ball head motherfucker right <laughs> he, here. Why you sitting in the chair with a yeah. haircut? That's how. But yeah, shit, and then we just started linking up, and you know, real recognized, real. So that was like probably like ten, eleven years ago. Damn that. That was in thirteen, two thousand thirteen. What was your first impression of them? Like these, my little these motherfuckers, crazy than a motherfucker. You hear me? Was it like a different pace or like probably like some shit that you were just more accustomed to? Yeah, I can because- relate to everything. It was just more faster. Yeah, I'm going to Chicago from Kankakee. I'm like, damn. How the fuck y'all even surviving out here? Not not like financially, just how the shit was. Like it was just so fucked up. Yeah, it's a lot of shit going on. It's a lot of moving parts, right? What? What made you even want? Like, because I'm gonna be honest with again, you know, we talked uh, before about just uh, even like fear or just like sense of survival. Shit, I think a lot of people would be like. Yeah, I fuck with you, but I fuck with you from a distance because like, I don't want to be in all of that because it don't look like, that look like a hard situation to navigate through. Oh, it was, because it was, it's just the same shit, but it was more bigger out there, more faster. And I'm showing them shit that they ain't seen. They come into Kankakee, we ride four-wheelers, and you know what I'm saying? I had a studio in the crib, you feel me? Like, we that was where we was chill, chill at, you feel me? So... That's how we grew up buying, like, we doing shit, like, they showing me shit I ain't seen. 
what they say, they said, dude, you dress like a fucking Mexican, man. They gave me, like, put me on a drip, you feel me? We ain't got no malls and all that shit and can't keep like that. So they coming out there with me, and I'm coming out there with them. So it was like, we instantly was just like, I don't know it. And it, it was so crazy, it was just locked in like this. It, was like, it wasn't no fake, phony shit. When's the first time you met Vaughn? When he got out of jail. How was that? Man, that's so crazy. Like, cause I ain't never met nobody like him. It mean? was like, like the genuine, like super genuine. Like, if Vaughn tell you he gonna do something, he gonna do it. You feel me? Like, like Vaughn to tell you, like, I, I'm gonna tell you a story. When Vaughn got out, right, I pulled up in the old block. You feel me? I looked out for him. I gave him a couple dollars. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't rapping yet. wasn't doing none of that. You feel me? So. He a genuine dude, so while we record me and Duty Low, he threw a stack of money on my on, on my lap. I'm like, what's this? He said, I'll never forget what you did for me, you feel me? I'm like, man, huh, I'm cool, bro. He hell no, oh boy, huh, take this, you feel me? And I'm like, it's Ain't just it whatever, really? yeah. And while we recording the song, he like, the whole world gonna remember your name, like, me and Duty Low, like, me and Duty Low. And that's one of my biggest records today. It's a classic. Yeah, that, it, one thing I've heard cons, uh, consistently, even you know, anytime anyone remembers Vaughn, is that he's somebody who never forgets the people who helped him along the way. Never, man. That's never. important, right? For real, like for real, because like, like you gotta think like this, like why you think like. People like it ain't like you can't take everybody with you. You know what I'm saying? But it's key players that you don't forget about. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't owe nobody nothing, but at least like acknowledge it or acknowledge it at least or just do what you can. Like don't change up. Don't let the money change you or don't even let nobody tell you the money changed you because money do change situations because you can't be the same person. That you was because the envy, the jealousy, and all that, you know. Yeah. But he was one person like him. All, all the niggas around me, like, ain't never let the money change. I'm like, we still asleep on the fucking, on the fucking floor in a eleven million dollar house in Malibu if we had to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, okay. So you, you meet you meet Dirk, you meet Vaughn. You know what I mean? Start doing a little bit of recording with them as well. Mm-hmm. Um, how is shit and life changing for you in terms of, you know, where you came from and where you live at to ultimately be like, yo, listen, I think this OTF move is really the wave right now. See, it, it ain't come like that because, like, all right, well now I'm bringing you back to, like, 2013, 2014. I, if, you, if you go back, you can always see me in the cut or you would hear Dirk say my name. Or, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I just want taking music seriously. So when I moved to Atlanta, probably in 18, 19, that's when I took it serious. So it was like, back at home, I'm still in the trenches, though. You feel me? I'm still in the trenches, so whatever I had going on in the trenches was already. But it brought a little more hate, because they're like, damn, what the fuck? He out there with these niggas, like, you know what I'm saying? But all my day one shit, I still talk to them, man. You know what I'm saying? So it 
it ain't bring more hate than I already had. I was already getting money. I already just who I was, you know? It, 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 is it like a mind fuck though? Because now, now, now you're out to Atlanta. You're seeing kind of a lot of the success that, like, you know, especially Dirk is having, mm-hmm. and like you know, other people, even Vaughn eventually, and you still really connected with the people, like in your neighborhoods, and maybe you ain't get to that point yet. But like, it's like two different worlds. When you were around them, you've seen a whole different world. Mm-hmm. And then when you go back home, it's a whole different world too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and they, cause I always been traveling. Like, I always, I never s- stayed, like, just, I'm always, you might see me in Kanki to my home. That's when Facebook was, you might see me in motherfucking Miami or somewhere. And then, shit, when I'm with phone now, we in the studio, we, I'm on tour, signed to the streets, three tour, two, I was, I was on them tours performing. So, but I still wasn't taking it serious because I wasn't really, I wasn't seeing the money I was seeing off what I was doing off of that. So that's what brought me back to there. You feel me? And then one day, like, Dirk called me. I had got shot. He called me, bro, you got to move. It's right after you got shot. Yeah, he he tell me, like, you got to move, bro. I'm like, I'm like, shit. This is in Chicago you got shot. In Kanki. Okay, okay. He like, uh, um, you gotta move. I'm like, I'm like, shit, that's why all my money at. He like, bro, you got it. Like, you got fans already, you know what I'm saying? He like, you got it. And then he put it in a way, like, he said, bro, look at the microphone like this. And then when you put when you put the music out, you feel me? That's your money. And he put it like that in my hands. Wait, wait, explain that. That, that, that sounds like a <laughs> that sounds like a really dope way to try to explain to a street nigga how they could. Yeah, he said, look at look at recording the recording process, the microphone like yeah. like this, like you know. And then when you when you put it out, you know, yeah, yeah. catch my drift. And what did when he said that to you? What did you think? I'm like, All right, man, I'm gonna try this shit. I packed up everything and I moved to Atlanta. I ain't went back since. Damn. So that was like a life changing decision. Yeah. If do you believe if you never left, you would have you know even got to the position you at now? No, I wouldn't be. I know I wouldn't be. It was too much distractions and too much. I would have been comfortable of what I was doing. Like I would have been content. Hmm. I probably wouldn't even been a, here talking to you right now, to be honest. Yeah, because it looked like y'all had some shit going on there. Man, yeah. it, it, it also looked like he probably also probably talked you out of like any type of like your bro. Listen, I, I'm like you, you, you just got hurt. You know what I mean? Clearly, yeah. there's a lot of shit going through your mind. He probably is like, yo, listen, mm-hmm. just focus on focus on this shit right here mm-hmm. instead of some other shit that could probably get you either locked up or you know what I mean, yeah, worse. Because yeah. I was even still trying to rap and do my my cousin. He stayed in the country where we used to ride a four-wheeler. He built me a studio in his basement. And I still, I didn't, I wasn't even so focused. I never even, I probably recorded one song of it. He took his money and I'm like, I still want to record. Like, he helped me a lot too. But I had to move out that environment to see what the, the studios was like. And I'm like, damn. Like, Dirk really like a studio person. Like, he and that motherfucker, I know you seen the interview. We leaving out that motherfucker in the morning time. 
Like, you'll you be like, damn, birds chirping in the morning, for real. Damn. Like, he worked hard, for real. Shit, so you moving to Atlanta changes a lot. So, are we talking about, like, 2017, 2018, almost? Yeah, in that, in that, in that like, 2018, 2019. Okay, 2018, 2019. Shit's going crazy at that point. There's a lot of moving parts. Um, obviously, for Dirt 2, there's, like, an uptick in... Everything going on 2019 going to 2020, Vaughn is like just going crazy. Like mm-hmm. everything he's talking about is, is is like the topic of conversation for all the fans. It's like a new, it's a breath of fresh air mm-hmm. in how people like just consume content. Then in 2020, he passes away. Yeah. How did that hit you? That shit fucked me up because I was just with him. It fucked me up. It, it fucked me up because I was just with him. It, it was like he had a he had a show. It was his album release. You feel me? We had the album release. We having a ball. We having a ball, and it just already just it was fun, but it felt like kind of like his homecoming. It was weird, bro. Like, where was this at? This in Atlanta. This Atlanta. This the night. I think I seen that video. Yep. Like it was. It, it's a. It, it's like his album release joint. Yep. I was there. I went there when he got when that happened to him though. I had went to the crib when we left the album release. He wasn't. He wasn't finna go there. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, shit. We following each other. I'm thinking he finna go to the hotel. You know? I'm like my exit right here. I'm like, should I? I don't know what made me get off on the accident and go to the crib. My phone had died. No, it ain't even died yet. This is the night of when he, when he passed, right? Yep. Fuck. I had like 2 3%. It's raining real hard. I got like 3%. Now, my little brother in knocked out. I can't even get in the crib. I'm getting my phone just ringing, ringing, ringing. They're like, what? Ooh, we just got shot. I'm like, hell no. Nah. I was just laughing. And shit, you know? It was like, he good. Woke up in the morning, you know? What's the mentality of, especially when you come from either Chicago or the Chicago area, mm-hmm. from Kankakee, right? Like, how, what's that feeling when you leave that area? Because you got shot there. Mm-hmm. And then you go to Atlanta. Are you feeling like, all right, yo, I feel a little bit safer out here. Like, yo, I, I feel like I could, you know what yeah. I mean? Because you probably got to take more precautions. You know more people, like, yeah. where you're from. But here, if it, it, I would imagine that sometimes, you know, when you're out of town, I'm not saying you're going to be not cautious, but you don't feel like something crazy is about to happen to you, right? Nah, and then especially the fun. Like, that shit don't feel like, well, I'm supposed to be gone, bro. That shit weird. And you do get, you lay back sometimes, but when, you still move militant cause, because of how you grew up, though. You can't never move loose. I don't give a fuck if you in Switzerland. It's just that mentality you already got in your head. You still gonna move militant. I did an interview with Vaughn. It was probably I don't know if it was the last interview, but it definitely like one of the last. I think it might have been the last. And it was a virtual interview over Zoom. I remember. And I remember he's in the car. I was in the car with him. You were? Yeah. You you were back there with both both stop there. <laughs> and I remember he he was like looking around the whole time. Like I remember trying to tell him I'm like yo. Yo, you're not in Chicago right now. Like, there is zero threat. Like, 
You right to everybody in another city, like maybe in Chicago, it's like, yo, I got a lot of enemies. I did shit to people. Like shit could come back. Yeah. But you're in another place now, and and mostly the people who are gonna look at you, you know, because like even when I'm out, like when somebody do a double take, sometimes you want to like, yo, this nigga want to do something, or is he a fan? For the most part, I'm thinking like you, you could let your guard down a bit. That's a fan. Vaughn was looking you. around like, and, and he was just very, he was like, yeah, you'll never know. You never know. For That's real. why I was so shocked about how that happened. Have you rethought those events? Obviously, the video is out and, you know, we've heard the narrative and everything that happened. Have you rethought the sequence of events that led to his death? It's freakish. Yeah. A bunch of people go this way because they think he's going here, but he goes there. Mm -hmm. uh, um, a random event, he just hops out the car. Like all of these things, just seems like it, nothing that that is really in pattern mm -hmm. with what usually happens. Have you processed that shit and be like, uh. I mean, I even talked to Track. This man, and Track is like, Yo, I'm gonna be honest with you. Like that night was a night unlike any other. Mm -hmm. he's, we've never moved like that. We've it. it it felt like just something that he couldn't control in yeah. the moment. I think I think just the most high just got a plan for everybody. Like, I don't believe nothing happens for no reason. Just, you know? So I just take the good, bad with the ugly and just stay prayed up. Are you ever scared about moments like that? To be honest, no. To be honest, no, because I know what come with. This, but I move different because I don't want that to happen to me. Not being scared or nothing, like how you said in the club and shit. And you got up out of there because, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, as you got to move right, unless you don't get no fuck about your life. I, I, I have. Have you ever, you know. I feel like, and this is such like a morbid question. I've asked so many people, especially when they're involved in certain type of either music or have been involved in a certain type of lifestyle, have like, what's the value of life to you and how much are you scared of potentially dying? Like I said, like everybody gotta die. I don't really be thinking about that shit. Like I walk in faith and I'm a big on praying and Big on believing, like, just he got me covered and protecting me. So, and then, like, I got kids, so I try to live for them. I'm not going to put myself in no place like I know it's going to be a shootout in this bitch. Or I know everybody in this club got a gun in this motherfucker. Or, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like how I move, like. You not finna just go live around me. Like, what what Dirt said in that song? Don't go live around me. I mean, what? Just make a boomerang. Yeah. Like, for real. Like, hey, put that phone. Nah, hell nah. I'm finna, like, the guys around us, we not doing no goofy ass shit like that. Like, we ain't got nothing to prove to nobody. So it's just basically moving the right way. Just, just moving the right way and staying out of drama. Like, there's been so much shit that happened since then. Um, ultimately, you know, some of even the people closest to Vaughn, mm -hmm. Muwap and a few others, they got hit with a federal charge. Then, you know, obviously, I think after Vaughn's death, um, we've seen 
D thing, who's who's Dirk's brother, he he got killed. It's it feels like so much shit going on. Like you know, I asked I, that was my number one question. I sat with I sat, sat with Dirk a couple months ago. But that was the number one question I wanted to ask him because I've covered Dirk for over ten years. I remember when I was I doing the war shot and everything, and I, I remember saying, "Yo, how does one man deal with loss so much? Like usually, like." Sometimes it could be one person you lose your life and that shit really fucks you up. And I just know this guy's been dealing with so much and I've never seen him break down. I've never seen him crack. I've never seen him break. I've never seen him just like act how maybe people who don't like him or people who want to be like, oh, you know, I like that. Ooh, want him to act. Mm -hmm. And he had, he had a very amazing answer, which I never thought he would. He said, listen, he puts all that down like, on the mat, you know, he's into spirituality and, and religion a lot. He says he he brings that to, to, to his high power. The, he gonna crown the rug. Yeah. And I was like, wow. Because a lot of times we're used to seeing everything online. Um, how do you handle these things? You know what I mean? Like I said praying and praying. And I used to, to be honest, I used to mask it with like drugs, Xanax, syrup. I ain't too big with weed. I hit a blunt in there, but like I used to drink so fucking much. Really? But I was drinking them. That but like, what were we talking about? Liquor? Or were we talking about like lean? I can't fuck with no liquor. I was drinking so much syrup a day, bro. Like I, I was drinking them that three thousand dollars a day. I was drinking a pint of lean a day. What the fuck? For real? How'd you shake that, bro? Send me the rehab. The best we have money can buy. How receptive? Because you know, as we talk about addiction, that's a hard conversation to have. Mm -hmm. Like at times, you know, even now, like sometimes I cover artists, and I could tell. And sometimes I even talk to them behind the scenes. I can be like, man, I know your addiction is causing certain things, but it's hard to tell them that. Like sometimes people in denial. Yeah. Um, how is that? How is that with you? I seen myself overdosing. Oh, um, I had came back from a show. I forgot what show it was. I I don't remember what show it was. Dirk brought me out. I made it back to the crib. I laid on the floor, right? My, you know how you you carpet at the crib yeah, and yeah. shit. You lay on the carpet. I'm laying by my mama's feet. She at the crib. I, you feel me? So I feel myself going out like. Going passing out like going unconscious and I wasn't scared to go unconscious I was scared for that shit to happen in front of my mama so I don't know how I, I threw myself on my um on my chest and I regained my conscious and the next day I'm laying in the bed I'm high as hell still I get high in there I'm like damn um Dirk texts me like would you um would you go to rehab if I if I paid for it? I'm like, yeah. So he like find the best rehab in Malibu. Did you think you had a problem at that point? I knew I had a problem. Really? Yeah, I knew I had a problem. I I knew I knew. How do you think he noticed it? Shit, cause that's my brother. Like I'm nodding off on live, and you know, Zoo, my brother Zoo. 
Nikki, bro, what the fuck wrong with you? Like, get off live. He called on my phone just so I can pause. And I knew I had a problem, and it was like, damn, how the fuck? He, like, I'm like, damn, like, I'm big on energy, so I feel like he felt my energy. He, like, would you go to rehab if I if I, if I I sign you up? You know, I'm like, yeah. He, like, find the best one in Malibu. I sent him three of them. Um, he came out of, like, $110,000. Really? Cash. I had no insurance. I sent the one. It was one that was ten thousand. It was probably a one that was like a couple thousand, and it was one like probably hundred ten thousand luxury. hundred and ten, like like the the all the works, all the works. Damn. Three chefs, master bedroom. You feel me? So, yeah, that's love, bro. Yeah, that's real love. So I went there. I'm thinking I'm finna be, I'm like, see, all right, I'm finna get eyes here before I go to this motherfucker. <laughs> so I'm thinking it's gonna be a week or two. They talking about come in Wednesday. Oh, yeah. why is Sunday? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, I got high all the way till I walked in that motherfucker. Yeah. I actually overdosed on the first day, you know. How? It's normal for people to try to get over high before they go there. Like, this is my last time getting high. I'm finna get fucked up. I drunk a pint. Pop fives in like a dumbass, you know what I'm saying? And I, my breathing was labored while I was asleep. Mm. So I woke up and shit. Before they, before I went into the overdose, I, I guess I got out of it. And you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it was crazy. That was like, that was like one of the worst and best times of my life because that detox is a motherfucker. Describe it like so. So, so you, you get pretty much high going into it, then you almost overdose like pretty much as soon as you get there. Mm-hmm. How is that process of kind of weaning off of like all these drugs you've been depending on? Oh, I'm talking about like you feel like you finna die. I'm gonna tell you, alcohol and, and Xanax is the two drugs you can die of detoxing. Really? If you go cold turkey. You can't die from opioids uh, or any other drugs, like whatever other people choice to do. But alcohol and benzos, like Xanax, um, Klonopin, whatever, like that, you can die for that. So, bro, I used to be off um, a lot of Xanax. You ain't never heard it on that song. I love when he said off of, um, and when we shoot, what, what he said, song he said. We ain't no goofies, and I told duty them pills be having me nervous. Yeah, I, I was really like, yeah, like, but I felt like I was finna die detoxing. Then, you know, the worst part, like when I got over, like I had like a twelve day detox. It's a thirty day program though. I was one of the longest persons that was on detox, so it was like shit. My brain started coming back, and the worst part of it was waking up in the morning because everything I was trying to numb and hide from and get away from, they said, like, your brain, like an iPhone. So all the memories when I'm waking back up, it was flashing back. All the shit that I was trying to numb myself for years, I was doing this shit 12 years straight. Wow. So all that shit was coming back. Like, I was scared to wake up. But it was like the top five doctors in the world, therapists. Like, you got therapy. I wasn't doing none of that shit at first. 
How long did you stay there? I stayed there for the the thirty days, the twenty eight days. It was Jeez. really twenty eight days. Yeah. The, coming out of that situation though, I, temptations a motherfucker, especially in music. I, you know, I think music <laughs> is one of the worst professions. Where like, if you go in a studio, people are smoking, popping pills, <laughs> drinking. There's lean everywhere. Yeah. Temptations everywhere. I mean, shit. You walked in here, and the first thing we offered you was a drink, and yeah. you said no. Yeah. How do you resist um, that temptation? I take everything a day at a time because it's still hard. <laughs> I was having dreams about walk. I thought I was having a dream about walk. I'm trying to drown myself <laughs> in that shit. I, I'm like, shit. Like for real, that shit is real. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't nobody picking up no cup like. All the rappers like that shit not even cool no more. Sometimes I've heard, and I obviously it looked like you, you were doing it for more trauma that you were trying to suppress. I know some people do it for like creativity, right? Was that ever you? Like you're like, yo, shit, like, like my brain think a little bit different off it, and like shit, I'll be like snapping off that shit. So yeah, not even for creates. I was always high, so I guess that came with the creativity. Damn. So now recording, it do feel different. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to say a lot to you. Like, uh, it do feel different. Like, damn. So I might hit a blunt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I might hit a blunt and be like, um, all right, back. But I feel like it, it do kind of help creativity. Yo, it's crazy. You see you were high for fucking 12 years. God damn it. Yo, listen, man. Yo, yo. I, I, I give you the utmost credit in acknowledging you got the problem and of course like even trying to seek help man mm -hmm. I think even you sharing that story there's a lot of dudes who like I'm, I'm actually surprised you were mad receptive when Dirk calls you and said that yeah. a lot of people get defensive a lot of people be like you know sometimes sometimes the nigga who's telling you not saying this was Dirk but sometimes the person who realized that maybe you got an issue Shit, maybe they've done it with you before. Like, nigga, what you mean I got a problem? Nigga, we've done this shit together. What the fuck is you talking about? That's you know how I was thinking when I finally got up in that bitch. I was like, why the fuck? I, why I say yeah so quick? But so, no, no, no. I get it, man. But, uh, okay, so uh, obviously, and by the way, when did you get out? I think I went in June 15th. I was watching y'all interview from up in that motherfucker. For really? Of my life. What are you allowed to do in rehab? Because, like, clearly, you can't smuggle no shit in there, right? I'm going to be honest, right? I'm going to tell you a story. Yeah. Damn. My first day, mm -hmm. see, they ain't never had nobody that was off lane. That's how I really overdosed. I still had a four in my, you know? Yeah. So I was drunk a pint, popped all them Xanax, and drunk that shit in my room the first day. <laughs> God damn This motherfucker Dirk gonna call me right So I don't know How the fuck He found out like But he thought It was like When I was at the End of it He like Bro like What the I had to I had to nurse Like call him Like Drop I had to drop And just to show him Like bro I ain't know now. I ain't trying to Waste your money bro I wouldn't do that you, you got to have appreciation for Dirk. Boy, I love him for that. It was days when I got out, I'm like, I just want to give him a honey cake so I could drink a cup again. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I, I think that that's one of the dopest things I've heard. Like, your homie really 
put up a hundred k just to get you clean. Yeah, not to continue the habit. Or some people gonna be like, "All right, shit." At least I know this nigga down to crash out for me off this the, uh, off these pills and mm-hmm. and this lean. Shit, I'm gonna just embolden him like he he wanted you to get healthy. That that's kind of fire, man. Yeah. Now, one of the things that some people might know or have heard about you from mm-hmm. was a really unfortunate, a nasty rumor. Mm-hmm. Nasty rumor came across the social media, the blogs. This was probably before the rehab, I believe. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. definitely before the rehab. And it was a rumor that the woman you were with at the time, and I don't know if you want to. Not my girlfriend, but well, it felt well. Well, to us, can you tell me why that it looked like that? Oh, they get comfortable in this bitch. All right, I'm gonna tell you. I I I think her name is like FTN Bay or FNT Bay, like FN. I think she got like two names or some shit. Okay, well, she felt like your girlfriend. Because she was saying that you had access to her child. And usually what that means is that y'all locked in. If she would trust you around her child. And the way she told the story, she made it seem like, hey, listen, I trusted this guy around my child. He broke this trust and he violated my child. And that news or that even allegation was shocking. Like, you know what I mean? Of course, we know, you know, obviously like this new woke age of believe women, everybody believe women, but even if you're skeptical, the the allegations sometimes could sound so crazy. You're like, whoa, you got to take it serious and you almost got to be like, yo, we got to back up off this guy. And I saw a lot of people back up off you. Mm -hmm. Whether they really believed it or not because the allegations were so crazy. Until later on, we start realizing this allegation didn't really have all the merit it did. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be very honest, and I hold myself accountable, too. When I first heard it, I was like, oh, man, this nigga did it. It just sounded so crazy. This is before so, you said anything. Okay, can I ask you a question, though? No, no. Uh, I'm going to let you no, talk. Go ahead. Uh, you want me to say it? All right, so look. Okay, I understand probably why people believed it, because it's a woman and a kid, mm-hmm. right? But... If a person listened to what she said, she said she said that I um took three screws, I welded them together. She said I put it in her son, and she and he he took it out himself. He hid the screws in the backyard, and then she found out two months later. So you tell me. How did you believe that? Or you were just believing the stuff off the headlines? Okay. I'm going to tell you why I believed it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the storyline of, okay, that don't sound that believable. But I'm going to tell you, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what, what, why you believe it. And mm-hmm. this is how really social media is. Yeah. If I tell a lie about you, but it's descriptive enough, people believe it. That's fucked up. That's just happened. If I, if I said, yo, listen, yeah, I ain't going to lie, man. That nigga did rob the bank. I ain't gonna lie. Yo, yo, he actually got a little scar right here. He got that when he was trying to like bust the shit open and then he got cut by the barbed wire and then he went over there. He hopped over the shit, but he fell on his face. That's what like, if I'm that descriptive, people gonna be like, ain't no way you can make up all these things. So when she spoke Mm -hmm. and she gave the details, I think a lot of people said, nigga, she she ain't Steven Spielberg. Like, ain't no way she could make this up. And then... She did something which which 
I think it was definitely meant to tug at people's heartstrings. Mm-hmm. She said, oh, the kid is going to cooperate this. Mm-hmm. Once that was said, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm surprised we're here <laughs> because I said, this nigga can't beat this allegation. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, I'm being honest with you. Yeah. What, what was your relationship? And by the way, I know it had to be tough. I remember going to your page mm-hmm. and seeing what, what I saw in initially was frustration. Mm-hmm. Frustration because you, you were realizing a lot of people were believing it. Yeah. And and you felt kind of hopeless in trying to explain yourself. That's how I felt. Eventually you did. But mm-hmm. I'm wondering, explain that whole situation. What was your relationship with this woman and why did this rumor even come to come to be? Okay, I met her on Instagram and shit, right? So I link up with her night. I was single, you feel me? You hit her with a DM. Hit her in the DM. We talk. I fly to Miami. We link up back first time. Airbnb. We ain't do nothing. Took her to the studio with me. Second time, I think I went out there again. Then we started being cool or whatnot. So... One day she posted my hand, you feel me? So I wasn't really used to all the blogs for negativity, you feel me? When a motherfucker is always with power, he dropping something. Ooh, little Joe's bald head, nigga, you feel me? Mm-hmm. So she took a picture of my hand. Yeah. Then all these little blogs started, started posting me and shit like, oh, yeah, duty and her name, whatever the fuck her name Got together. is. Yeah, that we together. So now motherfucker sending me shit, you feel me? They sending me shit, like, look crazy shit she done did. Little shit y'all can see on the internet or whatnot. Yeah, I, 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 I did a little Googles. I seen her with Hot Boy. <laughs> By the way, listen, I've had my fair share of crazy chicks. I seen a I few seen, red flags. I seen, I seen you on the internet. Nah, I seen a few red flags. Listen, I'm not a red flag expert. Yeah. I said, oh, shit. She <laughs> fucked up the crib here. She's chasing this nigga in the mall here. Mm-hmm. This, is the, this, is, this is the woman who... When she has relationship problem, th- this is what I, I realized now in post. She brings it to the internet really quickly. Mm-hmm. But how did you go from, all right, so you, you linked her a couple of times. Mm-hmm. She posted your hand. People are now assuming y'all together. They're sending me our OnlyFans and all that shit, right? So, oh, they're sending, so you didn't know about her OnlyFans? I ain't know. Yeah, but I ain't know she was doing all that. You feel me? Yeah. And I can care less because this ain't my girl. So I, I, I can admit, like, I probably led her on a little bit too much to believe that she was with me or something. I, so I, I, one day, right, I flew out there because we was going to go on tour. So the um, I, she had a show in Orlando. It's me, her roommate, her son, and I think, like, a little girl she be watching. How old is her son, by the way? I don't know how old he is. He probably like six, seven. I don't know. Okay, six and seven. Okay, cool. All right, so I had a flight. She was going, so I she left. So I went to the um, airport. I missed my flight. So I came back to Korea, right? I'm like, I'm chill for a little bit. So I had to book another flight because I had to get the fuck on. Make a long story short, I slid on the studio to the studio. Kick it with my homie. Shout out Rasta Leo, Leo Rasta. I kick with him for a little bit at the studio. Then I go to the airport. So I say probably a couple of days later, she called me like, yeah, my son, 
my son been um using it on himself a lot. What do you mean using? Like shitting on himself. Basically. Okay, okay, okay. So he been like defecating us. Okay. Yeah. So um, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, shit. I'm like, what you think wrong with him? Like, who you be having him around or something? Just go get, go see if something wrong with him. Cause yeah, what something happened to somebody in my family before. And they was them was the signs of something happening to him, like some bad, like. So you kind of even put this in her yeah. ear, like you're looking out for her. Yeah, I'm looking shit. out oh, for it. Oh man! So she like, oh, and not. So I just she started being crazy. I ain't talked to her for a minute. So when I went to Miami while we was on tour, I called her like I'm in town. So, but I ain't talked. To, remind you, I ain't talked to her in probably like a two weeks, probably to a month. Now I'm in Miami. We got a show in Miami. So I hit her up. I'm like, where you at? I'm finna slide on you. She, she gonna say, uh, what she say? She said, <laughs> she said, was you in my toolbox? I said, what the fuck is you talking about? I said, I'm finna huh? come see you. Where you at? That's why, just, I'm like, huh? So, like, did you go in my toolbox? So you trying to see her and she randomly asked you, yo, what's you in my toolbox? Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is she talking about? Anybody know me, bro? I don't know nothing about. Do you about. think you're a handyman or something? That's why I'm trying to tell you. Anybody who know, know me, I don't know how to do nothing handyman. I pay motherfucker them to take out the garbage for me. You feel me? <laughs> I don't know how to do none of that yeah. shit. I know how to cook, all that type of shit. But I'm like, what the fuck is you talking about? I'm finna slide to come see she said, you touched my son. Woo, woo. My heart dropped to my motherfuckers. I said, bitch, stop. She just comes out with the accusation. Yeah, she said, stop. <clears throat> I said, stop playing with me. So whole time, she doing a controlled call with the police. You feel me? Oh. See, but this what I think in my head. Like, she probably like, fuck this nigga. You feel me? Like, he ain't going to never fuck with me no more. So I'm a who out the bam. So she wasn't expecting me to call her again, probably. This just what I'm thinking. You feel me? So I'm like, stop playing me. Now I can't even sleep, think, eat, none of this. Because I'm like, this. I hope she just playing. Like, so you was about to go see her. She does that. You think it's a control call, like the cops is on no, her just I being end silent. up finding out later on okay. it was a control call. Okay, all right, cool. But so what happens after that? Okay, so boom. Because usually the police are hoping that you admit some shit. Be like, oh, my bad. Yeah. Nah, boo, 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 boo. And they be like, I bet. Got this nigga. We running now. Exactly. So, boom. Now, we got a little show. We we did a tour. We did a tour date. I think this is the back outside tour when we did with Lil Baby. So, you didn't link up with, with Shorty then? No, nah, hell no. Nah. You like, you, 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 you fucked up off. Like, what the fuck? This yeah. Okay, 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 okay. So, um. We had an after party up in Miami, so I go to the after party. I can't even think. You hear me? Have Have you told the people around you, or are you keeping a close Yeah, no, I'm hell yeah. Oh, so you tell your homies, like, yo, like, bro, I ain't gonna lie, bitch tweaking. Okay, 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 okay. I'm, I'm, everybody can see, like, I'm frustrated. I'm not even you here. You confused, I'm right? confused, so. Mm. I'm like, so I need to call a lawyer to see if this, if she on some bullshit for real. So I get a, I meet the attorney, shout out Ariel Mitchell, I meet her at, at the after party, you feel me? The the attorney the, pulls up to the after party. She was there already. Well, that's lit. So she like, um, yeah, I'm, we gonna talk about that in the morning. I really, who suggests that you get an attorney? Because sometimes, like, I could imagine your mind is so frazzled, but I could imagine if you're telling people around you, it'd be like, yo, bro, yo, 
This is shit serious, dog. Like, listen. No, nah, everybody. Especially if you're innocent, you gotta get an attorney. Look, everybody was like downplaying it for real. Like, man. Like, man, uh, fuck that. Man. Yeah, she she, man, she man, does. Let okay. her, she mad. You lit. Woo woo. So. So this, this, but it do hit different when when, when you, you, you <laughs> hit, but it hit different when you talking to somebody and they just make up a random lie and going with it type shit. Hell yeah, which that's the control call. Like yeah, you know you touched my son. You're like, what are you talking about? I'm well, I'm lost. So boom, I meet I meet Ariel at the um, at the after party yeah. or whatnot. So the next day, I'm calling her again. I call her like, man, stop playing. Like, is you serious? She hit, she, you know what you did, you touched. I said, I don't need. She turning up. Oh, she know how much I love my kids. You feel me? So I, I'm like, man, I call her again. I'm like, is you serious? Like, stop playing with me. This, I don't even know the police involved at this moment, though. Yeah. So, um, make a long story short. Now, she see me going up now. A week of pet go past or two weeks, right? Hold it on, ain't hit the we, internet no, no. yet. We, we, we need every detail. So right. when you say that to her, she doubling down like, yeah, nigga, you blah, 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 blah. So she's still with that type of shit. But you was just calling her like, what are you talking about? Yeah, right. okay. for sure. So I'm like, as you said, like, why well, don't play with me like that. I don't play like that. People get hurt like that. One thing, one thing, let me clear this up. One thing like a, a, a street motherfucker or a motherfucker that came from the trenches don't play about women and kids. So I'm really like, man, stop playing with me. You feel me? So um, now I'm chilling. My birthday go past. My birthday, October 26th. You so fucked up, though, because remember, that's the same. I can't even think on my birthday. Like, So I jump fresh. Woo-woo. She, I call her again. I'm like, you, you think you finna be all on the internet? You did this and you did that? I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, this is crazy. So you keep calling her, hoping that she's like, yo, now nah, I was just mad type shit, like blah blah, like yo, you ain't shit, but yeah, I, I ain't really mean that type shit. Exactly. She's still on it. She's still on that. Oh shit. So my birthday, October 22nd. Now I think October 26th or 27th, 28th. She put the shit on the internet. Oh my god. I woke up. My little brother, like. Cause everybody like in my circle know this bitch playing with me, yeah, but yeah, it yeah. ain't even hit the internet in public, yet. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, what the fuck? I call, I call Smirk. I promised the guy my brother flew over there. He flew over there. Who who Smirk? Yeah. What was he at before? He was at the crib. Yeah. So, so I'm you calling, flew over to where you at? Yeah, I'm calling Zoo. I'm calling everybody. I'm like, man, I'm really like, like, damn, this bitch trying to ruin me. You feel me? So I'm chilling with Let him. Let me ask you a question. And I I don't know if you're gonna keep it a hundred. Mm-hmm. I know you're a gangster. But this is you see when you see that's an accusation that could really take away your livelihood. Mm-hmm. As a man, you gotta take that serious. Bro, I want to kill myself, bro. That's what I was saying. Like, nigga, when you when you see this shit, you see like your whole livelihood, nigga. You 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 shed a tear, you cry. Like, like nigga, that's like a helpless thing because ain't nothing you could do. Like somebody saying something and nobody want to hear what you got to say because exactly. they're assuming you're guilty. So boom, he get there. He like man, this man, that shit on the small blogs. Fuck her, blood. Shade room posted. Ooh, I think I eventually posted. I never, I never even seen you posted it. 
No, I, I, I was. I posted it when you responded to it, so I had to post her shit and then your shit. Yeah, so boom, Shade Room posted it. I swear to God, I cried on his uh, cry. That, like, that's real nigga shit, of course. I'm like, that you I'm worked like, all your life for this shit, of course. Yeah, yeah, I'm like this shit over with. I'm like, so I couldn't understand it. You feel me? But I'm thinking like, all right, people gonna see this. But this is a stupid ass story. You feel me? They not finna. Believe this shit, you feel me? Yeah. So, Sharon posted it. She responded. Is this when she posted also her son? Her son saying it. That's what drew people in Ooh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. That's what drew I people. remember reading them comments, and some people be like, well, I'm gonna be honest, like sometimes, you know, you know, kids will say anything, and then some people be like, yo, you know, the kid gonna say whatever the mom wanna say, and then mm -hmm. some people be like, nah. nah. Yeah, the kids say it, it happened. Yeah, so. There's a lot of women on there, and then, like, you know, they probably have their own story. Some of them are real victims. Exactly. So, all the real victims in my DM, I'm talking about, I got a million death threats. Damn. A million death threats. Hey, you fucking chomo. I'm, I'm Googling what is chomo. <laughs> what is? <laughs> it's a short, uh, short man from child molester. Oh, I don't even mean to laugh. This is crazy. This shit real, though. Like, I know it's probably the toughest part of your life. I, I could imagine, bro. I'm, bro, when I tell you, like, be honest, you rather, you rather a nigga accuse you or anybody accuse you. A killing or robbing ten niggas what? or ten people than that. What? I don't wish this on my worst enemy. I still to this day, bro. I ain't slept since. Like I ain't slept. I go to sleep every day, probably seven, eight in the morning. I still be looking at the old videos every night. This real shit is. I'm giving you the raw uncut. Like I never even. I talked about this shit on other. Like when it was happening because like I had a PR shit like yeah hey, we gotta, you gotta kind of defend yourself yeah a little. but I was one even in my right mind I'm hot on no jumper and shit like that like I did Jason Lee but I want to give a big shout out to Tasha like cause she got to the bottom of it yeah she got to the bottom of it like she was the only person on the internet that believed me wow. So, this shit is happening. You're getting so many people hitting you up. I'm seeing celebrities comment on this shit. Like, A-list celebrities. Women that my mama clean up to. I ain't gonna say their name, but I'm yeah. looking like, damn. I should I'm DM them, fuck you, bitch. I hope you die. You mad at this point, Hell, too. Hell, you're mad at the world. And my page was shadow banned, and they took my life. So, now I can't even speak out. Now everybody think I deleted my page. Now my Zoo, Zoo talk, Zoo speaking up for me. He got his page took. Lil Vernie, shout out Lil Vernie. He got his page took. You feel me? Like, then now I can't even go on the rest of the tour because, not because of, not because of a motherfucker believing it. It's because they want to keep me to where Somebody don't say nothing crazy and I react a type of way or we got to react a type of way for even playing with me. But you know the craziest thing, though? People was playing with me on the internet, but in real life when I seen people during that moment or the heat of the moment, we don't believe that shit. They knew this shit was capped. So that's what I'm saying. It was a public opinion thing. It was the internet. 
Now back to the story. I, we, I, she put, she tried to put a restraining order on me, right? I put a restraining order on her. But now, look, and to clear this shit, what was what was the reason? Is it because she was she was making these allegations? She's pretty yeah. much harassing you and harassing. Okay, okay. So, why she was she trying to put a restraining order on you? I don't know. So, damn, what the fuck? All right, where was I at? No, no, so, so, oh, yeah, she was trolling off of us going to court for the injunctions. Yeah, yeah. She was trying to make it look like I was. Char- I never was charged with Ooh, this. Oh, yeah, that's so, a fact. She was making it seem like you were going to court yeah. like you about to go to jail. Exactly. But she know how to troll. Now, I don't got my page or live. Enough. And I also, niggas, niggas don't really. When niggas see somebody in court, they be like, oh, this nigga better go to jail. Exactly. Y'all were going to court over so pretty much restraining, restraining order. order. The court, the, the judge saying, yo, you got to stop posting about this. You mm-hmm. can blah, blah, blah. Hey, if you do this again, this going to be. Exactly. Okay, okay, okay. So this got nothing to do with really any legal charges. Ex- thank you. Okay. However, you did say you found out later it was a control call. So the police must have looked into it. They have to look into shit yes. like that. Yes. That's like if you say I robbed you, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. going to investigate it. So mm-hmm. they was investigating. They closed it. I got it in my archive. I'll show you when this interview over. Her son said, my mama made me do this. My mama leave me at home. My mama let me stay home and make macaroni cheese on the stove. Just saying all type of shit. I seen so this is like one of those very few rare moments and I think you're lucky and I don't know if you believe in God or you believe in a higher power I believe in but this is one power. of those situations usually when you're accused of this shit it's almost impossible to prove that you're innocent it's one of those things where you can be like yeah I'm not locked up but you know people gonna be like yeah you you the nigga they ain't catch yet you know what I mean mm-hmm. so you can't really prove it but you one of those rare cases where proof came out that it was actually fabricated. Mm-hmm. How did that thing came out about the son? Because the, the son came out was like, yeah, like I ain't gonna lie, mama, blah, blah, blah. How did that come about? The decline letter from the state's attorney. Oh. Well, my, my lawyer, I'm calling her three in the morning. Hey, look, we need something to put out to this shit. You're so, panicking, aren't you? What? Um, that's what made me even start drinking lean more. So now, boom, the decline letter come out. People still weren't really biting off of that shit like that. So she went up there. I did a, she told me, she told me, she told my family, not me. She said, if he do a lie detector test, I'm going to give him a public apology. Who said that? She told my family, my one, my brother or my sister, right? So wait, wait, hold on. So was she really believing this? I, I I thought she was more mad at you. Was she really believing this shit? I don't. I think, bro, nah. She made that shit up, bro. So she was just doing that because she got to cover her tracks. If you go back and watch the story, she never said that she said it. She said, my son said this. I'm going off what my son said. She never came out of her mouth she thought she was playing smart. So I did the lie detector test. First, I went to the one in Chicago because I wasn't going to her lie detector test people first because I didn't know if it was a setup or not. Yeah. So boom, 
Okay, so she wanted you to come to hers. So you said, before I go to hers, let me go to a neutral one. Yeah. Because that shit might be a setup. The one at Dumari. That's what I went to. Wow. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. So you go to that one. In Chicago. And at least you have that result that if you go to her shit and they try to finesse you, you'll be like, motherfucker, y'all are, this is a play. I already been did one. Exactly. So you you did the first one. What did it say? Cap, right? Cap. Okay. You do her shit. What does it say? Cap. Oh, her shit actually came back and said cap? Yes. Did she apologize? She apologized, right? So, she thought I was going to get back with her. Are you talking to her on the phone, text, anything? We was, a, we was on the phone. Now, on the phone, her son's telling her, like, he ain't do it. So I don't know, like, she got him coached or whatever, you feel me? So make a long story short, she do the apology, right? It hit the shade room. So she has to do a public apology? She did the public apology. Mm, okay. So she thought I was going to get back with her. You would cap it like you were, though. <laughs> you're gassing it I know niggas like You're telling them like Yo 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 listen baby We can still make this shit work We can still make this shit work Baby you apologize Ain't no She said I threatened her <laughs> She this bitch hey, No home no foul You said you, you sold her on that Nah baby we can still get back together Man. But you knew you had to get her to say the truth I ain't get her to say nothing Hold she, on be honest, she would have never said the truth if she didn't feel like there was a future with y'all. I don't know what you she know. No, you I know. don't know what she feel. She did her public apology. I told her I'm going to see her in court, and that bitch retracted us, that shit a couple hours after that and said I forced her to do it. I forced you to do it over the phone. So she retracted it, then came back and said you forced her to do it. Yep. It still get crazier, though. Break it down. <laughs> <laughs> it get crazy. So, boom. Now, months go past now. She changed her name on Instagram. She, By the way, she's starting to get roasted now. What? Right? Now they on her. Because now people is like, yo. You know what I mean? First of all, that's the era where people like, yo, we got to get these guilty black men out of here. Exactly. They about to get you out of here. And right when they about to like set you, like you on the cross, they about to set you on fire. They be like, Oh, it's not true. Yeah. Time, like, cut them down. That's now like, they matter her. Executing the wrong person. Then she probably not used to be in, in, in the hot seat. Mm -hmm. They're coming at her, just getting at her. What? So now she's like, nah, 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 I really didn't lie. So boom. Now must come, must come. So during our lawsuit, right? I'm really trying to give her out while we in mediation to settle out. You feel me? Because with me... I lost money. I lost endorsements. I lost sleep. Explain, explain this lawsuit again. So, so who sued who? I, I, I sued her. Well, I thought it was a counter suit. She sued you at first. No, what you going to sue me for? You defamed me. Okay, okay. So you sued her for defamation. Defamation, slander. Yes. Loss of business. A Ooh. lot of shit. You feel me? I lost a lot of money, bro. Now you I, I, nigga, come on. Like, that type yeah. of shit, like, <laughs> that's innumerable. Like, of course you lost a lot of money. Now come to find out, she blamed eight other more people. What you mean she blamed other people? She blamed eight other more people. How? 
You tell me. I got the what my phone. He got my phone, man. I'll show you this shit, man. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, okay, wait, wait. So you sue her, like hey, hey, listen, you said these things about me. Mm-hmm. You then retracted it, but fuck the retraction. The allegations are strong enough to hurt me, and I've lost a lot of business. You defame me. I deserve some compensation. Mm-hmm. She responds in court by saying, "Well, I'm gonna blame these other motherfuckers." No, 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 no. That ain't how it happened. So you know, my lawyer doing her work, her homework. So we come to find out, she blamed, she blamed my engineer. In Miami, where I used to record at, which was her son' football coach. She talk, She said that the that the football coach basically did something to him on the football field. Really, she blamed her baby daddy, mama, boyfriend. Oh, she's trying to blame everybody to say somebody did something. I just didn't know who it was. Like, yeah, I might have been wrong, but somebody did do something to my son. This the shit people don't know. Uh-huh. Medical records. He'd never been touched in his life. Why is you putting this on this little boy name? But I feel something really mentally wrong with her. Do you think she maybe have bought into like like sometimes you have these internet like doctors and shit like that and even even you were like hey maybe you should check him out like maybe she was listening to other people to be like oh no he must have been touched because but if she didn't go through the proper like you know either psychiatric whatever like you know evaluations or even health evaluations to make sure like hey listen she did so why why did she come up with the conclusion that she felt like Either you, gotta, you or anybody else touched her. You got to think. She came out with this lie. Now she got to keep up with it. Oh, she came out with it too quick. She got to keep up with this lie. Now, eventually, she got locked up, which was kind of crazy. She got locked up twice. That's like a plot twist. <laughs> like, to get me locked been up for you to lo- get locked up, and then she get locked up. How does that happen? <laughs> Harassment for for the injunction that we was just talking about. She was harassing me and my family. Now my kids fighting at school. She harassing me. She giving people my address. What what is your other like you know your other baby mom saying about it? Because they're affected too, right? Because you have kids with them. Hell yeah! Like and and, and they know the shit was capped. They they like like especially the one I'm with now. Like even my other ones like they they like. Why the fuck? What you do to her? Like, you feel me? Yeah. Like, you sold her a dream, man. That's what happened, man. I ain't sell her. Oh. You sold her a fucking dream. And then Remember, she get locked up for perjury. For lying on... The charge came from the my engineer. She she said she ain't know him. And she, all the other charges, she got locked up for perjury. Okay. So you said she got locked up twice. The first one was what? For violating the injunction. Okay, so she kept either slandering you or harassing you. Yes, she kept posting cyberbullying. 
Wow. You a cyber bully. <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, I'm not cyber. If I got to know this, stop talking about my motherfucker. I will probably stop. I'm not trying to go to jail. I would not want to go to jail. I ain't even know this shit was real charges be into this no, of shit. Of course. I mean, if you both like are in that court of restraining orders, mm -hmm. that shit is very serious. Like once you, you file a restraining order against a motherfucker, like, yeah. Shit, I've, I've done it. Uh, I've done it against a chick. Like, chick was trying to expose me. I ain't gonna lie to you. As a guy, like, you kind of, like, you. I ain't gonna lie. I felt pussy doing it. Because I'm like, I feel like I'm calling the cops on a woman. But when, when a woman is, when you're popular, bro, and you, she could I use. I ain't gonna lie, bro. That, like, she could use information you gotta, against you. You got to separate the street shit from that. You feel me? Yeah. Because if I would not, like. Kept it when she was trying to bury me. So if I would have, it was either do something to her or do it the legal way. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I get it. She went to jail for that and then she went to jail for perjury. The perjury charge, I think I seen the video of that. <laughs> you posted that. Yeah, I, I did post now it. Now I think that. Not if you post it. Now I'm going to be honest with you. That told me a lot. Mm -hmm. Perjury happens a lot. It's, it's about when the DA or, yeah, when the DA wants to prosecute it or when they want to ch put charges for it. Mm -hmm. That means you're a fucking liar. It's like you're frustrating them that you're wasting their time. They got to make an example out of you. So she she's wasted countless amount of time. Yeah. And the police doing control calls, investigating yeah. this, that, and third then she's using them to go online to slander you without anything being done. You ain't never yeah. get no charges, and right? Yeah, you making it seem like the police ain't doing their job. Exactly. So now they're they're now feeling a way to be like they're pawns in your game uh -huh. because really it's not like you went to them and shut the fuck up and let them do their job. You running your mouth a lot. Yeah. Then the shit ain't going your way. They're finding out like uh, this ain't really what it is. Then you're also blaming other people. They now got to, that's how they get you to stop the bullshit. Exactly. She did come out later and she was trying to say, oh no. And by the way, I ain't gonna lie. She did, I think she hit me up or her friend hit me up. Mm -hmm. They're like, yo, I know you posted this, but like, it's, it's not really what it is. They were telling me that, what they said, you're trying to make it seem like they have arrested her for lying on you, but they didn't lie on you. What? Obviously, it looked like the, the situation pretty much once she got arrested. I only knew it one time, but you said twice. Mm -hmm. And obviously, you've never gotten charged, right? Never. How did you find out about a control call? Because that that's... Um, she said it on, on live, I think. That's how I found out. Oh. Yeah, she said it. She she said it. She ain't. Have you ever gotten an interview by the cops? Never. Really? Never. Have they con uh, contacted your attorneys? My my attorney was okay. Deal with well, them. It wasn't never nothing. They already knew this girl line. Then she tried to she tried to switch it up to about oh it went the screws. It could have been yo. I'm like this girl. Why did sick. she come up with screws? Like, the screw shit sounded so... She said that's what her son told her. <laughs> and 
And you know what I was thinking in my head? Like, you know how many people after that hit me up and, like, I'm locked up for something I didn't do back in the 90s and back in the 80s and they probably really is locked up for some shit that they really didn't do. But they probably weren't lucky as you to have, you know, enough evidence or enough, like, you know, eyes on the matter to make it known that this person ain't telling the truth. Exactly. She came to court with a Bible. She came to court what? <laughs> she came to court with a Bible. With a Bible? I'm like, bro, and then as much... As much as I just want to, you know? Yeah, you got to be angry about that. It's like, I'm angry, but it's like some in me like. You also got to let go about that. Because you got to let go. She's a woman. And like, it's if it was a nigga, a nigga ruin your life like that. Like a lot of people be like, man, we going to stand if you really get that nigga knocked off type shit. But it's a woman, so like, unfortunately in this world, a woman can say the, the craziest thing about you. And they get they. Yeah. But one thing about it, I feel like, I feel like I got justice, man. You tried to get me to go to jail for a lie. You've been to jail twice. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. So when I did an interview with Smirk, obviously everything cleared up already. And when I did mention you, and we talked behind the scenes, he was very jovial. He was like, yeah, I'm glad my man's got some justice. Mm-hmm. How was your team and everybody else once they realized, like, yo, you weren't lying? Because sometimes, I ain't gonna lie, sometimes, what? like, yo, yo, niggas would be like, nah, yeah, I hope you ain't do it. But, but then they see it later be like, oh, shit, he, he it really ain't do it. It wasn't never nothing. It wasn't never. Ain't nobody kind of looking at me like, man. Hell nah, man. They know me. These my brothers. Like, they know I love my kids. I love their kids. I love, you know what I'm saying? Like, they know what type of father and what type of man I am. So if, if somebody did feel a way, I never felt it. Like, my niggas know me. You feel me? My niggas stood up for me. Yeah, like I told you, Zoo and Love already got their pages took. The whole internet was telling them to dirt drop me. That's what I did. You was like, this motherfucker finna get dropped. Yeah. Bro, stuck beside me. Made sure, like, you know what I'm saying? It was just, it's just like a public opinion, man. I, yo, I'm gonna be honest with you. That's one of the h toughest shit I've seen a nigga beat recent. Like, I think I'll make a years. movie about this shit. That was like some fatal I, attraction. I'm gonna be honest with you. Well, well, number one, first of all, like I'm not saying you should do, like dedicate a whole album to, but like I definitely think in your story that plays such a significant value because yeah. I'm gonna be honest with you. Anytime we hear a story like that, it usually goes one way. It usually, oh, this this person did this and this person's guilty and. You know what I mean? It's we never hear the story of now nah, this person actually was lied on. This person exactly. was actually framed. This person was was set up. Mm -hmm. it, it's because of jealousies, because of hatred. It's, we never really hear that. Yeah. How do you like really pick up the pieces after that? Because obviously you have to have continue to have relationships with women or even your other baby mamas. Mm -hmm. And now you gotta trust people still. Yeah, I'm in a relationship now because I can't trust. I was with my girl for like five years. We separated for three years. I went back to her. Cause I don't I don't said, fuck the streets. Like I can't run into one of these random bitches that lying on me again. Man, I can't I can't do it. Like that bro, I still to this day, like that shit fuck me up. I'm gonna go to therapy. I still like bro, like 
bro, I still, that shit still fuck my head up, but. Because I feel like a motherfucker ain't really drag her how they did me, bro. Nah, hell no. Nah. Like. Hell no. Nah. Then. Hell nah. It's never going to be that. It's never going to be that. Like, I, I'm telling you. I remember when I first saw it, and I said, damn, this nigga is done. That was your exact words. <laughs> I said, this nigga is done. It, it, it just didn't feel like something you could come back for. It's just no way you could explain. And In that moment, it definitely ain't feel like nothing I'll come back. Even though you, when you know you ain't did this shit. I'm like, going to be honest, and I said it to Dirk, too. I said, I said, I said, man, I said, y'all niggas ain't. I thought they were just like, yo, bro, it's one of those things that be like, like yo, you can't. You call Derek, he don't answer. You gonna have to talk to not yo, no, I'm not calling. his right hand man, but you got call. Like he got to just separate himself from mm-hmm. you till you just get the fuck out of the fold. Mm-hmm. I'm really surprised that nigga where where it turned to, and that he's still rocking with you. Can and I he ask never you something? I didn't mean to cut you out, right? Say that happened to you, right? Mm-hmm. And you know you ain't do it. Yeah. And, Yo, 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 staff, they, they know what type of guy you is, right? Yeah. Would you expect them for, to cut you off just because of what the internet's in? Okay, I'm going to give you two two perspectives. Me as the boss, no. Me as the person who I'm connected to a person with a bigger brand, I feel like he might ice me out because he'd be like, yo, yo bro, right now, yo, my shit is going up. I can't even really be associated with a nigga like you, even though you my mans. I don't think you did it. But right now, if I fuck with you at all, it's it's gonna hurt me. Bro was still sharing my videos. I know. Still because like I don't know, we got a brotherhood, like we like we ain't no internet ass niggas, you feel me? So like it's like I don't know. That's what people expected, probably. You must have seen, obviously, not like, you know, the people around with this Varney Zoo or even like Dirk. Like, those people obviously didn't like, oh, shit. But you you must have seen certain people that be like, a little bit. Like, maybe not within the crew. Uh, not right within the crew, but like other industry needs you might Yeah, yep. And, and then like you probably and hit them certain niggas, like, certain niggas won... Certain niggas I wasn't liking my pictures no more. Certain niggas ain't wasn't really showing a nigga love no more. And that shit hurt your feelings, be honest. Hell yeah, that shit hurt. That shit ain't gonna hurt lie. Too. I'm gonna keep it a hundred yeah, but now it's like I know how to I know how to I feel like that man up there, he don't put you through nothing for no reason. I feel like that happened for a reason. Like, everything happened for a reason. I don't feel like nothing is, like, coincidence. Like, What have you learned from that situation? You know, you know, um, and I'm, I'm going to preface that by saying, you know, I've, I've seen a lot of situations, and shit, I've been in situations where mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes the person you pick to either deal with, whether sexually or even the relationship, mm-hmm. they then cause you more problems than even you even bargained for. Mm-hmm. Do you, you know, obviously you ain't do what they accuse you of doing, but you even being in the position where a motherfucker could even say that. Mm-hmm. Do you reflect on even your part in your choices in the person you was dealing with? Or you're like, nah, people just fucked up. People just fucked up. Yeah. There's some shit I never even put out to the world. 
I I got a son that I wasn't even taking care of, bro. So I feel like it opened up my eyes. I wasn't claiming them or nothing. Yeah. So I feel like God put me through that to make me get in my son, my my son life. You feel me? He he just turned ten yesterday. You feel me? Yeah. So it made me be a better father and get in my son life. I felt that's the reason why he put me through that. Damn, man. I ain't never this real, like, real shit. Like, I ain't never even told nobody that. Like, I, I know a lot of people who, to them, entertainment and, like, rapping and this hip-hop life is, like, entertainment. Mm -hmm. But what you went through is, like, some real serious life-altering shit. And you made it up on, on the other side of it. Mm-hmm. What are those conversations you have with everybody? Like, even if even if they either doubted you or even if, you know what I mean, they stood by you, like, what do you tell them later? Like, you know? I just tell them shit. <laughs> watch who you, watch who you fucking know. Really? <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah. No. These girls, like, these days, like, they growing up into um, social media. Mm -hmm. Everybody want to be, like, Everybody want to be in that spotlight until you get that spotlight. So I tell them, be careful what you uh, wish for, for real. Mm. NDA. I mean, that shit might not even work. What's your regrets with that situation? To be honest, I don't even got no regrets. My, my, my regret, my regret, to be honest... If I did have one to say one, it's responding to her. Mm. But I feel like no matter, because no matter what I said, they still was, had their own opinion. So my, if I did have regret, it was just responding to it for real. Mm. I'm going to send you the rehab too for the alcohol, man. Um... Truth be told, man, you know, I, I, I've thought about, like, substance abuse. For I, yourself? Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, I'll be seeing you on your thing, I'll be like, folks, yeah, it's getting fucked up on this shit. Like, liquor, like, for real, like, like I told you in the beginning, bro, like, alcohol and, like, that's, you can really, like, Cold, if you go cold turkey and you a motherfucker that drink every day, bro, you can seize out and have a stroke. Uh. So what I would tell you is that um, for the for probably the last like 10 years or so, 10, hmm? 12 years, I've drank almost damn near every day. Now, look, try to go three days without and see what, how you feel. I, I, I've... It's been a few months, but I, I I usually try every few months to try to do a week. And how you feel? Um, uh, withdrawals. Well, well, I guess there's a little bit of withdrawals, but like, I usually do it to make sure I'm in control. If if like like for example like right now like if we had like a handshake bet like yo yo you can't go till next like what day is today today's Wednesday you can't mm -hmm. go till next Wednesday without you know what I mean um. Yeah, 
Yeah, like I, I, I you I, could go to next Wednesday. Yeah, I go next Wednesday. How a motherfucker gonna really know that you no, no, did? No, no, because I take it serious. Because mm-hmm. like this, it's such a fine line when you're using any type of substance mm-hmm. that could be considered a drug, and that could be from marijuana, pills, mm-hmm. that could be alcohol, that could be lean, anything. And for me, I always felt like it was a additive. Not saying it couldn't be a bad thing, but I'm, I've I've used it as an additive to my creativity, my life, this and third. If I felt like it took over my life, I would feel horrible. And that's how I feel, though, especially when you depended on it. I'm talking about before I even was getting out to bed, I'm Xanax, two of them, four in the 20 ounce. I. I I felt like I needed that to function. Mm. Jesus, I, I ain't feel like myself, bro. Damn. If I ain't had that shit. So how how shortly after um how shortly after you resolved that is- issue did you go to rehab? You said how shortly? What, what issue? After the the, after the whole the thing, girl, with the, and all that shit. Um, probably three, four months. Three, four months. I can see things clearer now. Like, I can do business more. I can't. I'm not nodding off. I would have been right here like, oh, yeah. Like, really? If you go back, y'all go back and look at that No Jumper interview. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? And, and then I... Yeah, bro. That shit, like, some junkie shit, for real. Especially when you do something every day. And then we got the money to do this every day. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's how I feel like people overdose, because you not... You know one thing? When you feel like you can control it and you got a tolerance that you built more than the next person... You feel like, man, I, I can control it. Yeah. But all the time, you just really killing yourself slow. Mm. For real. Because we, we got that tolerance. Like, you probably can drink a fifth by yourself and be like, shit, no, you drunk. I'm not drunk. But that's yeah. that denial stage. Fuck. Where are you now? So you're out of rehab. That is behind you. We have now... You know, proven. And by the way, I, I appreciate you really just breaking down like everything behind that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, I, I covered, I covered it initially. I thought one thing. I covered it later, and I was like, "Oh shit, this was fucking cap." Yeah. And hearing you explain, I'm like, "Damn, it's crazy that anyone even probably, you know, sometimes these accusations gets people to back up off you and whatever, whatever." Where are you now in terms of music, in terms of all your relationships, and what's really the next thing? Because you're obviously dropping music now. I see, yeah. you know, you and Smirk, y'all back rocking like ain't nothing changed, which is, that's how it should be. Yeah. What do you feel like you've missed, or what do you feel like is next for you? Uh, right now, I'm more being a father to my son, being in my son's life, and also my other kids. I'm working on new music. I got some. We got some stuff coming, man. 
I thought we got some stuff coming. And I, my album is called What Made Me. Well, it's self explanatory. Like, I'm going to talk about that, what made me. Like, basically, what made Duty Low? What what made you? Like, who who is it? Because a lot of people know me from uh, Dirk saying my name or or just from that situation. And I'm going to really let them know in this album, like, what made me. And, um,. I'm more happy now, man. I'm smiling and shit. I used to be walking around this bitch. Like, I feel better. And now, now I'm streaming, like, not like oh, playing the game, Madden. Yeah. I, I'm playing Madden, so I'm setting my, my little streaming shit up. I'm finna start back dropping. A lot of things going good. I got deals on the table. Like, you know, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good, better than ever. Like, it seems like you're feeling clear headed. Yeah, I'm clear headed, to be honest. And then, like, after that interview with with that Dirk did with you, mm-hmm. he even bossed up more. Like, what he got going, he built his contacts. He, uh, you see him, like, he ain't no no little boy shit. He Jay-Z, you know what I mean? Feel me? Like, mm-hmm. he on some other shit. So that even motivated me more to, like, yeah, I got to step it up even more. Turn it up another notch. I'm going to turn it up another notch. Like, I don't want to be in a bullshit, like, I don't want to be in what all the other. I don't want to be in the category with the drill rappers and who doing who and who won with who. I don't get no. I want to get some money on and stay out the way. You're getting done, you <laughs> for real. Hey, okay, I do gotta ask a few, about a few people though. Here you some go. of your friends. Uh, all your friends. Uh, um, Fybj Main. That's your guy. Who is that? That is your guy. Who is that? I heard him talk about you. What you knocking off, man? I heard him talk about you. I don't know him. I don't know him for real, though. I think he talked about you, and he told, like, I'm watching this shit, and he said, yo, do your research. So I was, like, trying to do the research. He didn't come up with nothing, but I was trying <laughs> to do the You see what I'm saying? That shit do it different when <laughs> it, I know it. Do it different. Well, you don't know him. <laughs> do, do you know him? Obviously, you probably I don't seen know him, him for real. Have I, you seen him online? Yeah, you I see him online. Um, He's a funny guy. Have, have you, you know, like, I mean, have you interacted with him ever? No, he's doing it. He's just a funny guy. He's a comedian. But, but, so, I think people do look at him as a comedian, but they look at him like, yo, he's like a gangster who really, like, if he's, like, he's talked about, like, shootouts, so I'm like, oh, shit. And it's like, I think it's he, like a gangster turned comedian. I think he just, you know, content, you know, he getting his money, man. Let him get his money. Act like you some bullshit. Nah, rock with him. <laughs> would you do a content, would you do, like, some content with him? No, Sashki. Why not? I wouldn't. I don't know him. Hmm. Ruga. What I don't about think he's him? that fond of you. I seen the interview. Look like you don't look like you're that fond of you. <laughs> Man, you know, yo, you know, Ruga did an interview at uh, No Jumper, and he was like uh, supremely upset that um, uh, Adam asked about like I don't know if it was you, but it was definitely like Dirk or something. He asked him something about a Dirk interview. I don't know why he was mad, but you know, I guess because they, they, you know, they trying to stay in their lane. So he probably told him before the interview, don't ask him about no bullshit, and he probably brought the bullshit up. 
you, you don't have politics like with most of these people, right? Like it's it's not like like you you I don't really see you really be beefing. I don't like be that. beefing, bro. Like I don't be on that. I don't be on that. I'm a cool dude until you play with me. Like I don't play with people because I don't want them playing with me. Like the internet and all that shit, fine and dandy. Just you know, mm. uh, don't put me in none of that. I don't. I don't get in the bullshit unless it come to me. Then I handle it accordingly. Hmm. Let me see who else you got beef with. <laughs> Fuck. See nobody. You can't even think of nobody. I can't really think. Who of you beefing with? I ain't beefing nobody. Yeah, I be seeing you, man. I had to calm you down hey, to your DM no. one day. You was yeah. beefing. Yeah, yo, 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 you know who got mad? Well, well, young boy got mad at me because me and Dirk cool. But like, I've been cool with Dirk like longer than I knew young boy. What did he say to you, phone on? He said I picked Dirk's side. <laughs> he actually told you that? What, he didn't say it to me. He just said it online. He was just like, yo, you fucking with, with, with the other side? Like, like it was just going crazy, man. I was just like. We ain't even into it with him. Now y'all into it. No, we ain't. Y'all into it. How? <laughs> man, you crazy, man. Y'all used to hang with Quan Rondo? You heard what bro said? That's that was, that was um that was, son son. Nah, y'all trying to son Quan Rondo. Quan Rondo was like it was. A hey, big throw step me in. my phone real quick, bro. Quan Rondo was a big step in, in Chicago. I heard it. I heard when he pulled up. You know what I mean? I niggas to show them respect. Stop playing. Come on. Well, that was son son. This ain't it yet. never be seen. Oh, that's you and him. Hello. Yo, y'all were mad cool. Like, what happened? Hello, man. You ain't heard this man see it. I don't know. What did he say? Oh what? Nah, he, I sent that interview, man. Young boy. Oh, that was you. What? what what's Mark say? That was son. What the hell? What's that? She's burning. You was. You was. What happened? You know how little little boys get older. They think they grow. It, it, this beef with sixty third, like you know, what I mean, like you're not, you don't have beef with sixty third. I don't right? know sixty third, but I, for real, for real, nah, I ain't trolling or not. I don't know them. I know them off the internet. Sixty third. <laughs> you know them more than I know them. I don't, I don't know think them. you got no issue with them. I don't got no. I don't got no issue with nobody, man. I'm just chilling, man. You've been a me. peaceful guy. Be chilling, man. I'll be getting to the money, man. What do you think about the industry picking sides between Dirk and um, Youngboy? You feel like they pick sides? Yeah. I mean, Dirk literally said Who you said think it. pick sides? Nah, Dirk literally said Dirk said, yo, if you, if, if you fucking with them, you ain't fucking with us. They don't mean picking sides. You just say, I ain't fucking with you. Like, it ain't no problem. It ain't like, oh, yeah, we in tour. We going to do something when we see you. Yeah. That, that you call that pick a, I feel like. I feel like picking sides is like 
Like, yeah, I don't, nigga, fuck you, nigga. I don't fuck with you because you don't fuck with them type shit. Okay, okay. See, see, you trying to be- There ain't one person that's pick size like that. So you're trying to be like super political, and I get it. Let me say this to you. So the political way of looking at everything, right, is that you have a big-ass OTF channel. The biggest. Right? Mm. Zoom in on that bitch. And that that OTF change means that if somebody has a problem with Dirk, essentially they got a problem with you. Yeah, I ride with my homies to the motherfucking wheels fall off. In certain situations, and and I don't want to get too deep in them because you know I, I just don't want to get near nothing police or federal. Mm-hmm. But you know, if, if there's situations where people got hurt, this and third, some things you can't come back from. No, no, I don't know nobody that got hurt for real. For real, for real, I just be chilling. That'd be the internet um, act, you know that big act, man. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> hey, hey, let me tell you this. <laughs> and I, I ain't gonna poke the bear. <laughs> I like that answer. I like that answer because I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you the honest truth. I do believe you know it's one of those if you know you know situations and some shit. Like if the people involved are really street niggas, it shouldn't be on interviews. That's a fact. And as well. People shouldn't be talking their way into RICO charges or any other charges. And, like, you're doing good. Mm-hmm. I'm glad, like, you're sober. Yeah. You know, like, you're clear-minded. You you look like you're succeeding. Yeah. I see Dirk, like, man, I'm so proud of him, man. A lot of people, like, they might think it's because, you know, like, whatever, like, me and Youngboy didn't see eye to eye for a second. That's, re- yo, I've been supporting Dirk when he was at, like, some maybe one of his lowest points. Mm-hmm. He was with Def Jam. They kind of dropped him. They, they kind of gave up on what they mm-hmm. believe, um, like, Chicago music or even Drill was. And he kept, per- he just kept persevering. Mm-hmm. And I remember the times when he used to hit me and say, yo, act, listen, you're doing this little stream shit. Yo, yo let's play 2K and talk about my album. And. When I see him as one of the biggest artists, it shows us that you could be authentically you. Mm-hmm. You don't got to be a pop star. You could be authentically you and be the guy. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, he's doing the United Center back-to-back nights. I performed in that bitch. He brought me How out. How was that? Fucking movie, man. Like, we selling out shit Jordan playing. <laughs> you feel me? That, that, that got to be like, holy shit. Have you ever, like, you, you know... You got to come to one of our shows with us, I man. know. I want to come to one in New York. Yeah. Whenever y'all come to New York, I want to go. You got to pop out. We going to pop it. We going to bring you up. Hey, um, when y'all are having these opportunities now, and I, I think I also asked Dirk this question, too, is, like, do you ever, like, kind of stop and think about or even, like, process what the fuck is really going on? Where y'all came from and where is that? Hell, yeah, like... When I landed, I'm just like riding black truck, just with bulletproofs and shit like that. It's like, damn, motherfucker came a long way from roaches in the cereal. You hear me? Like, yeah, now we just, we getting older now. We bossing up. Like, ain't no little boy shit no more. Like, ain't no little boy, little boy shit no more. Like, we got some shit coming. Like, it's big now. Like, we got more artists. Shout out Didi, Wook, Zoo, Luffy, C3. 
We, you know, we we on some other shit now. We on some bullshit. It, 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 it looks like on the OTF totem pole, though, it, it's like y- you're the next up. Yeah, man. All us is like, ain't no big eyes, little yous. You know? A lot of pressure? Hell, no. Well, especially, I was, I, like I told you, I've been doing music so long and born for this. It's like, it ain't forced. I don't be like, oh, I want to rap because Dirk, the hottest in the world, and this is my best friend. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, for real. Like, you're going to see, actually, this ain't the first, and it ain't going to be the last. This the first, and it's not going to be the last. No, I'm, first of all, I'm, I'm, I'm happy I'm getting to sit, I'm sit with you because I had so much misconceptions. Yeah. And and like over time, I felt bad. I felt bad because I'm like, yo, damn. Mm-hmm. I feel like I was one of the people who kind of even amplified the voice of somebody that was lying, yeah, and somebody who was really talking down on you. So when when you were like, yo, act, let's talk. I'm like, I'm all the way down with that because you know sometimes what, what people don't really get is that hey, listen, whether in the media or whether just a man thing. As loud as you are with the criticism, you should be allowed. You should be as loud with the praise. As loud as you are with the slander, you should be as loud with the apology. As loud as you are with, you know, kind of saying, "Hey, look what this guy's doing is wrong." Mm-hmm. If you find they didn't do something wrong, you got to be as very loud with that. So, you know, that's shit. why I fuck with you though, because like a lot of a lot of a lot of platforms not gonna do that. Like I wouldn't go do. Certain interviews again, you nah, know what I'm you. saying? But they ain't gonna say that. That's why I fuck with you because you take the good, bad with the ugly. No, of course. And, and by the way, you also realize you realize what life is, man. And you realize you go through the shit, so you know the personal, of course, part. And you know what I'm saying, man. And we all human, exactly. We all human. Like you know, one thing about like, especially my page and and just like how the plight of everything is, is like we understand. That hey, listen. If somebody says you did some crazy shit, everybody wants to believe it, but it might not be true. Mm-hmm. Like you know, how many times I've reported somebody saying somebody did some shit. We find out the truth. We talk to some other people. It's nowhere near the truth. So then you become like you know. I've caught up before. I've been caught up before in becoming that cog on the machine. We'd be like, yo, damn, you just slandered this motherfucker's name. Yeah. I never thought you was gonna never show your face from the war side. Right? Oh, for real? I swear to God. So when you start, when you had a podcast with like some other motherfuckers, like a girl and another dude, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, this the motherfucker. I want to put that on the I'm hey, like, <laughs> hey, yo. So man, I'm gonna be honest with you. That that was my like. I always seen myself just kind of elevating, and I always took. New challenges. Yeah. Didn't you chill for a minute after the war shot, right? Well, I was doing, I was just doing regular rap shit. And then mm-hmm. the Drake and Meek Beef shit happened. That shit had me lit. Yeah. <laughs> and then, bro, I just felt like I was just like, yo, dog. And I ain't gonna lie, I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, I, don't, I think I've said this before, man. Yo, covering even the Chicago stuff, bro, I think a lot of people thought like I was enjoying it, but that shit used to like, I used to be fucked up over it, bro. Think about bro, I was how covering many people death all gone. the time, bro. I was covering death. I was covering. Y'all used to talk to some of these people, and, and like after a while, when you cover, like I don't know how people could work in so, certain institution where like death and destruction is always around you. Mm-hmm. Man, I used to like do a video. Remember, I remember when I did the video on um, 
I think it was, I think it was like Capo and like he was bleeding out. Man, that shit fucked me up for like a week. That shit fucked me up too. Watching but that, that shit, shit. fucked. And me I ain't even know him personally. Just- and and I think sometimes people didn't realize like. Man, like I was having a connection with 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 a lot of what's going on. I was really a fan of this, yeah. And you know, I, I was really like that whole Warren Chirac thing came out from me being kind of like surprised. Like, yo, y'all really think that death is like people thought that was like, oh yeah, somebody died. Like, so, and I'm like, nigga, death is forever. That shit kind of normal now, bro. When you living in that shit, that shit is fucked up. Like, but 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 that shit affects people. Like, well, even when I even when I interviewed Dirk, like. Man, he's still talking about Newski. He always gonna talk about Newski. Like that, like that shit fuck that changed that changed his life fundamentally. Mm-hmm. So I remember after I was doing it for a couple of years, I was just like, man, this just it, it's affecting me, but also I'm like, yo, I don't know how much like where I started off from covering that shit and the shit that I loved, it's turned into something else where I'm just covering killings. Yeah. And like, you know, a couple of years later I was just like trying to like do, a, do something, something else. else. And I don't lie, I'm I'm happy that I did, bro, because I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you, as much as people enjoy that shit, bro, like every day, like they were expected to be like, oh, somebody died. I remember I, I even when I there's so many videos I did on people that died, it was just so like people don't realize it, but all them shits were like shocking to me. Do you feel like do you feel like do you feel like uh, like you was like gassing it up like how people think, or do you feel like you was just covering it and you was covering it and people didn't know how big they was to be covered? Listen, um, I don't know if I've ever explained it like this. I definitely felt like I made it seem like the Boondocks in yeah. a sense, like yo, hey, listen, these guys are superheroes, mm-hmm. and these guys are in like this fucking like alternate kind of reality. And I guess maybe the audience, like maybe I interpret it like, damn, this person passed away. But for them, it was just like, oh, okay, that's just another character. Yeah. You get what I mean? So, no, of course, like I always thought the coverage that I did, um, it, it was kind of like half and half where I'm like, I think the coverage is given, like even, I remember when I stopped, Keith hit me and Keith was like, damn, nigga, why you stop doing that shit, nigga? Like that shit was kind of, that shit was lit. <laughs> because like that shit was also like a, was, a source of promotion. But also I do know, and I could kind of feel because people were hitting me and they were so eager and thirsty for that attention. I knew that might've been taken the wrong way too. Yeah. So it's one of those things where I'm like, you know, uh, uh, sometimes you start out with like good intentions and then later it gets so big, you realize that, yeah, oh, there might be certain niggas that be like, yo, you say he what? Oh, yeah. I bet. We're going we to show you what's up. And Next week he did. Yeah, that was never the, the goal. Yeah. So, um, I don't know, man. Like, uh, I always said if, if I did that shit over again, I would probably do it different. But that was such a unique time. Like, everything that matters and happens with culture now, I mean, drill is all over the place. Mm-hmm. Like, people love, like, I think without Chicago Drill, we don't get a Take K, as crazy as that sounds. A lot of artists, though, for real. Take K was emulating a lot of dudes in Chicago. Mm-hmm. He was emulating, oh, okay, something just happened. We're going to talk about it. Yeah. And, man, I don't know, man. That was just like a, a unique time, man. But, you know, uh, shit, I remember meeting Reese. The only person I meet is Keith, I think. Me, me, and, me and Dirk, uh, well, 
Me and Dirk, we sat in L.A. Well, me and Dirk, we, we did more interviews. We did interviews on Everyday Struggle. Me and Herb, we sat on Everyday Struggle and right here. I had Herb right here. Oh, I never sat with Fredo Santana. Yeah, I'd be Fredo. Well, also, and Lil' J. Uh, but, but with Lil' J, he doing some other stuff. What you think about Lil' J? You watch the videos. What video? Come on. For real, what you talking about? <laughs> they call him a mechanic. You know what I mean? Nah, tell me, fool. You gotta feel me here. Nah, feel me. Nah, but we're like, <laughs> see, see, see. You crazy, man? Would it ever be? You see, you know what I'd be shocked about now. Like, you see what I, I see? What no jumper doing? I talked to Adam the other day, and I said, mm -hmm. "Yo, I want to see y'all in the gloves, folks." Well, me and Adam? Yeah. We not beefing like that. Yeah, I'm beefing, man. Y'all be beefing? Man, no, no. I, yeah, I, I would say this, though. I, I was saying to Adam, I said, yo, man, I learned so much from, like, doing, like, the Warren Chirac and shit like that. It's like some of the interviews he do now, I wouldn't even do. Mm -hmm. And it's because I wouldn't even want to touch the areas to spark certain shit because I realized how powerful my outlet was mm -hmm. during that time. Like, like, Adam's a nigga would be like, yo, he gonna get you and Ruger to sit down. Did you ever do that? You wouldn't do that. You might do it, right? <laughs> nah. Mass security, I, I, right? I'm staying in my own lane, fool. You, you, don't, you don't do the content shit that much? I don't do that shit, fool. That shit, fool. Story I, time with you and J-Man. It hit different. You whooping. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, did he make up that word or is it like a Chicago word? I don't know, fool. I don't even know. I don't know, fool. You don't hate these people, though, right? Nah, I don't hate nobody, man. You know what I like about uh, I like about you? I like about Dirk, too. Even when I interviewed Dirk, Dirk spoke very direct and he answered everything. But you could tell, like, Dirk ain't doing the online beef and shit. Nah, like, man. he ain't gonna be like, yo, that nigga, fuck that nigga. Yeah, I can't wait. He don't do that. That's you know your I mean? homie. Yo, one homie. Huh? <laughs> That's your one Who, homie. Who, 6 9 <laughs> That's your... You talking about 6 9 That's your one? homie. Who your homie? You just said it, He's man. You know damn boy? well. That no. you cool? You're not cool, young boy, are you? I don't know, folks, man. Nah, folks. Like... He's a cool dude. That's he him. got mad at me, but he's a cool dude. I don't, like, I don't be honest with you, bro. I don't fuck with no nigga that you don't fuck with my. You should show me a video my... of you and Rondo. Y'all can make a song. Listen, you see, I don't fuck with nobody that don't fuck with my homies. It just is what it is. They stay in their lane, I'm staying stay in my lane. That's how I look at it. I don't talk about them, don't talk about me. And if you do talk about me, I'm not going to respond. That's how I do it. Like, That's like... You my homie, a nigga don't fuck with big act. I don't fuck with him. That's how it's supposed to go. It be too many. That's where that back door and all that shit come from. I really want to show these kids. Yeah, Chicago a, introduced the back door, didn't it? <laughs> nah, the back door. Think about what's that movie with um, Rico and Al Poe and them back in the yeah. day? The back door. That was the back door? You it's ain't see how he back door? That was a back door, bro. That's not a back door. Ain't the back door is like your eye bet. Like, yo, we kicking it, and then I hit somebody to come pull up on you. That's the back door. Like, you literally open the back door? Nah, hell no. Nah. Back door is shit. I'm right here right now, right? Yeah. Oh, man, act, what's up? Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Let's go get fucked up. Yeah. 
and I smoke your ass in the back of the somewhere. It's different back doors. Or I drop that's the a back door too. What? I could be like, all right, act, I'm gone. Drop the low, and when I leave, that's a back door. Mm. You be playing slow, man. You know what? Now, you know what? Everybody accused me of playing slow. I'm never playing slow. Where'd you knock it off? No, no, no. <laughs> By the way, I, I would like back door shit. Yeah, no, nah, that back shit, door shit ain't cool. But like I said, did you move out of Chicago? You did, right? Yeah, I moved out of Kentucky. Yeah, I'm in the A with it. Nah, don't say that. I'm in the A with it. Don't say that. I'm in Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, Yo, you know they were trying to say that Dirk snitched on Vaughn. That was crazy. Man, what you knock it off? Next. Hey, look, and one, I went well, No, we else? saw that. He didn't sit on it. Like, come on, it's Dirk. Spurkio. Man, look. Yo, let me tell you this. You know what the craziest part? Let me tell you this. One of the main things I learned from meeting, well, I mean, I've met him before, but we, but me and we really chopped it up like before, and I felt like I, I connected with him on certain shit. I swear, I've never talked to somebody who I could honestly see. Yo, he almost shed a fucking tear when he was describing to me how much he hates snitches. I couldn't believe it. I swear, like I could, like, he, like he he was describing it. it was from the pit of his gut. You it wasn't it. some shit he was just saying for rap. Yeah. It was some shit that I could tell. It just goes against I, every fucking like atom in his body. I was watching that shit up in the um, like he said, a motherfucker took his that took his daddy away from him. By the way, I his daddy, I love his daddy. Like he he a good mentor. You feel me? He a very good mentor for us. Like he he keep us on our P's and Q's, like religion and all that. Like, you feel me? How does he try to relate to like you know? Because sometimes people be like, all right, you know, I mean, I old school, like you know, what I mean, you've been through this shit, but like we going through some new shit now. You know what I mean? And yeah, you can give us advice, <laughs> nah, but it's like, no, nah, we ain't coming that big dirt like that. Yeah. <laughs> you better just listen what he gotta say, man. He gon' he 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 don't mean nothing but the best for us. You feel me? I got nothing. When I first met him, it was just like this. Mm. Damn. But I'm starting this little nonprofit for Kane Key. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna go talk to all the schools and do all that shit and really let them know because it's a small town. I want to let them know it's way more bigger dreams than that. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I really, that's something you asked me, like, what else I want to do. But that's something I forgot to tell you. Like, that's something I'm going to do. I'm going to go talk to all the schools. Like, not just do no, like, cliche, yeah, stay in school. Like, no, nah, I'm going to really stories and let them know, like, this street shit ain't what it is. Yeah. Damn. Man, I, I, I'm proud of you. I seen you drop some music uh, a few weeks ago. Um, I, I'm, I'm excited for really... The prospect of what you got going on, like again, man, I feel like you've beaten the impossible. Mm-hmm. I feel like you just beat a Rico case, really, mm-hmm. on some shit, which is so hard to be. I, I, I feel like you, you really shed a, a, a thousand pound, um, like you know, gorilla off your back, and now it's all about the music you could you could bring, and also you telling your story. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you even sat down with me to you know explain a lot of shit because I, I think a lot of people had a lot of questions. Yeah, you know I, I mean? wasn't gonna never even talk about that shit no more for real. No, well, and I understand that, but right, yeah. Right, right, yeah, that shit is, you know, what I mean, like some, like you're one of the situations where it's public. There's mm-hmm. a lot of people who have been through some shit, and it's killing them inside. But 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 they can't say nothing because at least it ain't public. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Your shit's public, so at least you could be like, yo, listen, I'm going to just bear my soul and just keep it 100. Yeah. But a lot of people have been through similar to what you've been through. Mm -hmm. And, you know what I mean? People sit up there and persecute them. They've lost opportunities, lost situations. People have thought things about them. And ain't nothing worse than when people look at you and they and they think your character is somebody that would is somebody who would do something that you would never do. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, yo, oh, yeah, oh, damn. Like, and I and I could imagine you reading them comments and be like, yo, yeah, damn. Somebody assuming some shit like that's crazy. Man, bro, that shit. But it is what it is. Overcame and still going and it's money showing, you feel me? No, of course. But new music? New music on the way. I just dropped I just dropped a video with um Ice World Vezo. That's my yeah, dog. Me, him, and Didi, we just dropped OTF Disky, we just dropped that. And I got some with my little um, homie YTB Facts. That shit hard. And I, I want to hear a lot about that nigga. Like, get back a motherfucker. But look. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but look, I want to shout out Moneybag too, because he really? won. Yeah, he won the first artist that gave me a a feature. Like, like that's my dog. He gave me a feature early on in my career. Damn, off the love. Off the love. Off oh. the love. So I just I want to shout out him too. Well, yeah, I appreciate you, Act. I want to shout out Big Act, man. Y'all better stop playing with Big Act. Man. Nah, man, don't shout me out. Listen, <laughs> I, I want to shout you out because you know. Um, let me tell you this: I've covered so much of hip hop music and all these stories, and a lot of times, man, I know a lot of stories of. You know, I feel upset about personally. Like I'm like, damn, I remember. Me covering this because it was an allegation, or me covering this because blah, blah blah. But damn, I realized later, I'm like, damn, that shit was cap. But look, at and, we know you gave me a chance to speak no, of my course, side, of and course, I and, and, and hopefully we can build from here, man. Hell yeah, I'm trying, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to hear some music. I'm trying to. I'm gonna let you hear this song when we get off of this shit, man. Let's get it, man. Hey, appreciate you, though, for real, bro. Excuse My nigga, man. All right. Appreciate you, man. OTF Duty Low, man, off the record podcast, DJ Academics. Go check him out on Spotify, on all your streaming platforms. Appreciate him for popping up. Uh, listen, ain't nothing bigger than the chat. Off the record, we out. We out of here.